Hey there, everybody. Hi. How you doing today? Hope you're doing well, and I hope you had a great weekend. Um, while we are waiting, welcome to Cooped Up, by the way, as I always say. While we're waiting on folks to join, be sure to... Oh, they changed the layout of this, and I screw up every time. Uh, Cooped Up is my website. You can visit that anytime. I'm Cooped Up is my handle in all of the social places. I'd love a follow on Instagram in particular. And wherever you watch or listen to this, be sure to click the bell or whatever the subscribe button is so that you never miss out on when I come and hang out with y'all. So anyway, I hope that everyone is fine. I know most of y'all are in the Dallas area, and I hope you are dry. Um, what a crazy weather, 24 hours it has been here in Dallas. So I hear kids fighting outside the door or something, sorry. Um the uh, last 24 hours here in the DFW area have been crazy weather-wise. Um, we have gotten between 10 and 13 inches of rain since about 4 o'clock yesterday. Um, I, it all started, eh, maybe it was like 3 o'clock. Um, I took the Claire and one of her friends to Target yesterday. They wanted to do a little shopping all by themselves. So they, we walked in the door and they were like, can we leave you now? Yes, okay. Um, but the, uh, while we were in there, it sounded like a herd of like stallions was running on the roof of the target. The rain was coming down so hard. Fortunately, when we left targeted, it had just started to not rain long enough for us to get home. Hey mama, good to see you. Um, but crazy. So they are calling this a once in a thousand years weather event. And I think that we just had like a once in 500 years one not too long ago. And I know that like St. Louis just had one and all of that. So it seems like the extreme weather is a thing these days. But between 10 and 13 inches, depending on where you are, I think it is, I think it set a record for the most rain in a 24-hour period here in the North Texas area. Crazy. Fortunately, our neighborhood, um, we sit a little, we, so we, we're next to the river but the river has really good flood control, so um, we rarely flood in our neighborhood. Um, but our issue, and we're very hilly here, our issue is that um, we have trees. I mean, there are trees down everywhere. Two doors down, they had like this 100-foot-tall tree just fall over because we're on like this chalk hill um, of kind of like chalk under the, under the surface. You can't dig down more than about three feet without hitting chalk here in our neighborhood. Um, but uh, the trees just fall over sometimes. If it gets really wet and rainy and they get heavy, um, they just fall over. That's what she said. I don't know what I said. There's a 20-second delay. I don't remember, but I'm sure that joke was funny, Matt. <laughs> um, <coughs> but um, down, down the block from us, there is a tree down blocking the street. And the other way, not on, directly on our street, but on the other to get to the rest of our neighborhood, um, we also have a tree down. So like I had, to, I had to leave the house earlier today and I had to, even to get out of our neighborhood, I had to, oh yeah, Matt, 10 to 13 inches. That's what she said. Um, we had to leave the neighborhood and go down and around uh, the back way to get out. So crazy. But I've seen video of cars floating. Yeah. And Sam is reporting in, we had cars floating by our house. Yeah. It, and they just replaced the storm drains in our neighborhood, too, which I'm sure makes a big difference. Um, the kids were supposed to get their lower braces on today. 
Um, and the orthodontist had to cancel because the um, the uh, dental technicians couldn't make it in because the highways are flooded. Um, our housekeepers canceled today. They're going to come later this week because um, a lot of them can't because uh, it's like a team of housekeepers. Um, they couldn't get out of East. I think in East Dallas, like where the White Rock Lake is, and just past that, um, they're really, really affected by it. But all is good in Oak Cliff. Um, we have had power go on and off. Um, last night, my office lost power and internet, which probably means that like a major line fell or something because we never lose both. Um, but just trees down everywhere. Um, I don't know if it's over. Do y'all know if it's over? It's not raining at the moment. I can look out the window right now and I see, I see light. I don't necessarily see sun, sunshine or blue sky, but I see light. Um, I think that they said it was going to rain until Wednesday, though. Is did we just get a compressed version of that? By the way, if you if you're watching this right now on video, because um, this does broadcast on Spotify too. By the way, um, my hair is super curly today, and I do not have curly hair in the least. It's something with age that has started to come, getting a little wirier. But um, the humidity is crazy, and it is cold in my house. Um, it says it's 73 degrees in my house, but I think it's because, um, the humid, the, the, because the air conditioners dehumidify, it's part of what they do. I don't know. Cause I walk outside and it said it's 73 outside as well. And outside it feels hot as balls still cause it is so humid, but, um, it is, um, I had to put my Ugg house shoes on earlier today. I was that cold and I'm wearing long sleeves as you can see. So do you like this shirt? So this shirt, it's for those of you who are just listening along, it is a like, I don't know, like um, like blue, very light blue, almost like periwinkle stripes, right? This nautical, like French stripe is all the rage these days. I like this shirt, but occasionally I catch a glimpse of myself and I'm like, hmm, I look more like Smeed off of Peter Pan than I think I do, <laughs> than I want to. <laughs> That's a little pirate uh, or little sailor friend of Captain Hook. Um, David says that they're snorkeling over in East Dallas right now. Man, I'm tempted to go out and explore, but then I don't want to be like that person, you know, looky-loo. Uh, maybe in our neighborhood I'll go look around. Because, um, like I said, I have only been, I went to my office. but admitted, So my office is, the school is like a stop sign away, and my office is a stop sign and two stoplights away. That's it. So... Um, yeah, I'm Waldo. Where's Waldo in blue? Yes, exactly. With a little hoodie, which I like that. Land's End, by the way. I am loving Land's End lately. This is from there. It's Sapima, Sapima Cotton. It feels so good. Um, you know, on the topic of severe weather, I saw, I saw this late last week that they are, experts are predicting that there's going to be this belt of extreme heat that forms between now and like 2035. My dates may be off. Keep in mind, this is news-ish, but um, the general direction is correct though. But between now and like 2035, so in the next 15, 17 years, there's going to be this belt of intense heat that forms over the United States. And basically it's going to go from like Chicago down through like Illinois, across Missouri, across Arkansas, and then into Texas. That's generally the path it's taking. I don't know why that area, you'd think the Ozarks would be immune to it, but they think temperatures, um, there will be days where temperatures hit 135 degrees, something crazy like that. 
Um, and what is weird to me, though, so I was looking at it, and I'm like, is Dallas on that list? Because it, 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 like, comes across. That belt ends at, like, the Dallas County line. I am like, what is what is stopping it right there? What Between Rockwall County and Dallas County, what is stopping it? Because Rockwall County is in it, as is, like, Ellis County and, and all of those. Maybe not. No, Ellis is south of us. Whatever is just east of us. Uh, but... I'm like, what stops it? Or maybe we're getting less extreme, or maybe it's not extreme for us because we hit like 115, like 16 times this year or something crazy. Um, dark wall of clouds that my sister is driving into right now. I know it's coming your way, Monica. Um, but I was like, what? 130. I'm like, bitch, I want to move. If it starts hitting 135 degrees, I don't know. I've always said I could never live in a cold place, but I'm not sure I want to live in a place that hot either. Um, I was watching something this weekend, Neil deGrasse, you know, the big scientist that everyone loves. Um, super smart guy. Very good at like uh, um, uh, like translating science and such without making it like 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 too silly. He was talking about the the, the ice caps that are melting, specifically Greenland, and like Canada and that part, maybe not the whole Arctic, but parts of it, but the Greenland part especially, as those start to melt and the sea levels start to rise, he brought up some very interesting points. He said, one, when the sea levels rise, they're going to rise to the height of the elbow of the Statue of Liberty. So her holding the tablet, it will hit the Statue of Liberty, like the equivalent to hitting the elbow of the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, holy moly. And yeah, the Statue of Liberty isn't as big as you think it is, but that's big enough where it's flooding some places. But here's the interesting thing. He said that actually the real danger is not so much the rising water levels, because those are going to come more slowly. It is going to be that as they start to rise, and unless we build bigger berms and walls and seawalls and all of that stuff, as we get these storms and they start pushing in, we're going to see a lot more catastrophic stuff. And I didn't think of this, but he was like, most of human civilization on planet Earth live on or like the bulk of humans live on or near a major coast. And I got to thinking about that. And I was like, he is right. The uh, uh, like the New York, Miami, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago. I don't know if you count that as a coast because it's a great lake, but great lakes are like a sea. Um in the United States, we've got also L.A., San Francisco, Seattle. I mean, really, the only major, I mean, I think, is Dallas. I mean, we're number four. Dallas-Fort Worth is the number four largest metro area. And I think we're the only one that aren't on some significant body of water. <clears throat> Maybe that's why everyone's moving here. I don't know. Uh, what is the sound bite? Did we go from being the second driest, hottest August on record to being the third wettest in like one day? That is true. We did, I think. Oh, they're saying it's the a once in a thousand years weather event, Phyllis, is what I am hearing. Thank God for your anxiety meds, Monica. I know. So, um, Phyllis, actually, it's funny that you're on here. Phyllis just dropped off her child at college, her first child at college, and all of the emotions that go with that. I, I have so, like like spiritually hugged so many people this weekend who are dropping their firstborn off at college, friends of mine, because I'm approaching that age. 
um, or at least have friends who are that age um, who are, I'm like, oh my God, that's coming fast enough. And then this morning I sat down because we were talking about, um, Todd and I over the weekend, we're talking about high school for Mason because Mason has to start applying to high schools this. And we have to, the applications aren't really due until like Jan- December and January. But we have to figure out where we're applying before that, start visiting things. And so, and it's all very overwhelming. It is like uh, buying a house or buying a car or something where there's like, you can like five different things, but they all have slightly different, you have to like weigh the pros and cons of each and all that stuff. So I did something that I never do, totally uncharacteristic for me, but it's the only way I think I'm going to be able to handle this. I started an Excel spreadsheet, actually a Google sheet, but uh, a spreadsheet, a database if you will, um, that so I can harvest all of the information and keep it in one place and keep track of it. So the names of all the various different schools that we have rattled off, and as we think of new ones, adding it to the list, their websites, how much they cost, that column is real scary, Um, what their application deadline is, what their requirements are for for applying, all of that kind of stuff. It is crazy pants, y'all. And the tuition... Most of the major private schools in in the Dallas Fort Worth area are charging between thirty and thirty five thousand dollars a year for tuition. Our school only charges like seventeen and a half to eighteen right now. We need to up that, but um, yeah, I am just like I'm not a spreadsheet guy, but I was just like. <laughs> I don't know if I was crying more than I was creating a spreadsheet because I hate spreadsheets. Uh, if I was creating a spreadsheet or it was about Mason eventually going off to high school, which then means that, so if we're applying to, to ninth grade right now, it means we've only got like three and a half years before we have to start thinking hardcore about college too. Although I was in the car with him. Oh, because we I wasn't here on Friday because Mason had a doctor's appointment up by SMU. And we were driving by and I pointed out something about SMU and Mason goes, would you be okay if I went to SMU? And I was like, I'd be completely fine with that. Like that is like, I don't care if that's your top score, if that's your fallback school, we'll make sure you're on the list. And I would, daddy's okay with that because you're close, but you're not too close. It's not like out in the middle of nowhere. Like you've got to see one of my favorite parts about having gone to SMU is that I felt like I was. In a city, which I was, I mean, SMU's like dead smack in the middle of Dallas. So I felt like I had, like a lot of my friends were not actually SMU people. I mean, I had a lot of SMU friends, but I had friends outside of that circle. So it wasn't, I didn't feel like I was in this college bubble, so to speak, which some people want that, I guess. <clears throat> I wanted more than that and I loved it. So yeah, pony up. Yes. Even my arthritis is already go, is already doing the natural pony up <laughs> Oh, so, oh, it's getting dark and Monica's driving and listening while we're going. I guess she's searing the comments, but the screen in her car went into night mode because it's getting so dark. Uh, So uh, I was reminded this weekend that three hours is too close. Oh, (laughs) because they went and visited my niece in college. Yes. Um, Yeah, I just can't believe. And then some of these... uh, some of these uh, parents also, so like some of these kids have already started rushing and, and are in sororities and fraternities. Like that blows my mind that you're in a sorority before you take your first class in college. That blows my, that is one thing that I give major props to SMU about 
SMU has deferred rush. I don't know if it actually makes a difference, but SMU has deferred rush so that you can't even pledge a fraternity or sorority until the spring semester. All rushing happens before. So you have the first semester to kind of get to know the campus, kind of develop a friendship group, maybe learn something about the fraternities and sororities that you might be looking at. Uh, I know when I was applying to colleges, I applied and got into SMU, TCU, Texas Tech, University of Texas, and the American University in Washington, D.C. And SMU and the American University were my top two, even though I'm making the long uh, the uh, Texas Tech symbol there. I didn't mean to. Um, but it was funny because I actually got a, um, a rush guide, like a uh, fraternity guide or whatever, Panhellenic, Panhel- no, I think it's Panhellenic, yes. Panhellenic guide to Texas Tech before I even got my acceptance letter. The Panhellenic guide arrived the day before, the Greek life guide arrived the day before my uh, acceptance letter to Tech. I will never forget just how weird that was. So, um, <clears throat> Baylor too. Does Baylor do deferred rush? Is that what you're saying, Sarah? Um, so, and... Uh, and then also, I have been surprised at the number of Texans going to Arkansas. And I finally figured out why. I mentioned something about it to a friend on, over the weekend. I was like, why is everyone going to Arkansas? Like, what's, what's the big deal with Arkansas? Well, I didn't realize this. Arkansas has a rule. I don't know if it's a new rule or an old rule, but they have a rule that if you are from a state that touches Arkansas, so Texas, which I think we touch it like that much, like Texarkana, Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, maybe. I don't know what's on the other side. Is that Ohio on the other side? Tennessee, Louisiana. I don't know if I got all that right. I think there's one state that I'm missing up in uh, in the northeast quadrant. But if you are from a neighboring state, you get in-state tuition at Arkansas State Schools. I had no idea about that. That's interesting to me. But uh, a lot of, lot of people I know go into Arkansas for that. Um, so, uh, Sandy's also saying, I've noticed that Arkansas is very popular amongst the college students. Yes, there must be something, but yes. Is TCU private? Yes, it is. TCU is in Fort Worth, and it is kind of a wannabe SMU. (laughs) Someone's going to kill me for saying that. Um, it's not as pretty as SMU, but it is, it's a good school. Um, Arkansas and OU, Phyllis is saying, are courting all of those Texans, yes. Um. Uh, what else? Who else is a lot of comments today? Thank you all for doing that. My best spreadsheet, Sarah is saying, ever was for college dorm packing. It was legend. The dorms, y'all. Oh my god! Like kids, I did, I file this under like the Pinterest effect on society. Also, like when I went to college, you had a bed in a bag because your your bed was like built into the wall. You had a bed in a bag. A boombox. I didn't even have a computer back then. I mean, now you would have to have like a laptop or something. But a bed and a bag and a boombox, like a su- one suitcase with clothes in it and some posters maybe. And that was all that you used to decorate your rooms. Now some of the shit I'm seeing on these parents' things are like, oh, so-and-so's. And it's worse on the girls than on the guys. But even the guys are like, they've got these big lofts that they can like live under and on and all that kind of stuff. It is just like these rooms, like, I kind of want that bedroom now. Like, they're so, like, it's like Bed Bath & Beyond and and uh, Home Goods got together 
and said, you know what, let's make a baby and let's put it in college right away. And that's, that's what you got there. Um, don't go too crazy with stuff. It always comes back to die in the spare bedroom. <laughs> uh, that's the story of our life in our house too. Uh, the, um, uh, we have like, there's a definite cadence of the way things work their way through our house. So they like start in, they start in the nice rooms, like our bedroom, the get the formal guest bedroom, like the, the main one. Um, then they kind of trickle down into the kids' rooms if we don't if we replace them. And then from the kids' room, they trickle down into like secondary guest rooms and like offices. We have a seven bedroom house. So we have like lots of space to put things. But by the end, it got stuff. I think we finally, the same year that I have my 25th college reunion, I think we finally got rid of like the last piece of like college furniture that was left over. Because some of that shit lasts forever, like an old bookcase or something. It might be kind of like wiggles. It shimmies when you when you walk by it. But yes, um, David's got a gun rack in his son's room. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, by the way, I have not had any caffeine since last Monday. So it is, I got my seven-day chip today, no caffeine. So, you know, I'm trying to work on my blood pressure. I have a doctor's appointment in the future. It's still being set up. I sent them all my paperwork, and they're getting back to me about a specific date to be a new patient. Because my primary care physician went to concierge care, and then I switched, and then that one went to concierge care and then retired. So I was like, ugh. And then I just haven't had one since before the pandemic. I need to go in. Monica's already, like, mad at me for that. But so I had like a little blood pressure scare a few weeks ago. Um, and so as part of that, and also just generally losing weight, um, I am uh, getting off of caffeine as much as I can. That's for the heart. That's for the blood pressure part of it. Um, I've cut back wine. I literally had, so my rule is I'm not drinking on school night. So if there is work the next day, basically, or school, either or. Um, I'm not going to drink the night before and I'm going to try to drink less. So I actually went to 7-Eleven. So Friday night I was like, oh, it's my cheat night. You have a glass of wine. It's really looking forward to it. I went and got just, you know, those little, um, they look like juice boxes. They actually look like those chocolate milk boxes. It's like two glasses of wine, maybe two and a half glasses of wine in that thing from, I think it was Boda, maybe Boda box. I'm not sure. Not great wine, but I was like, it's got a job to do. And I just wanted the taste. And all week I have been doing, instead I've been putting, getting a wine glass out, putting some kombucha in the bottom of it, and then putting uh, sparkling water or club soda on top of it and drinking that like for the ritual of drinking. But the, um, and some of the kombuchas are good if you cut them. Like we got a pomegranate one um, that was good. We got, um, what was one of the other ones? Like a hibiscus something that was good. We got one that was, I was like, nope. It was like a Granny Smith apple one. And it was too similar to apple cider vinegar. And so the taste and then, because they all have kind of a slight twist taste to them. Um, but if you cut it, if you make a spritzer with it, it's not bad. Um, so... Uh, has Specs called to ask where you've been? Total wine and more, technically. But <laughs> yes, I know. I'm surprised that they're not like uh, an APB on me. Um, so uh, I used the Rachel Hedstra. Hey, Rachel. 
I use those Boda boxes to measure my intake as well. Worked for a while. I know. The problem was that I was like, so I cheated a little bit. So I bought three of them to go for two nights because I was like, you know what? I'm going to open one and then I'm going to want just a little bit more. So I ended up drinking two on Friday night. I'm, I kind of fibbed y'all a minute ago. I drank two on Friday night. I drank one on Saturday night. I drank none last night. But I uh, I woke up on Saturday morning feeling like crap. I was like, is this how I used to feel every morning? Is this what it did to me? And I'm like, okay. So I just chugged water. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm the most hydrated person on the planet anyway because of skin. I want good skin. And so I stay super hydrated. Um, but yeah, Cooper's tree. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, what I said before might have been a stretch. I actually did this. I actually did. <laughs> I'm feeling guilty here. I'm in confessional. Um, but the uh, no drinking before the haunted house. Yes, I will. I am going to, so I will be drinking at Black Tie Dinner later this month, or in late September, um, on weekends, like Labor Day weekend. I'm not, I am not sober. Let's put it that way. And there's nothing wrong with that if you are. I'm not saying I am alcohol free. I'm just trying to give my liver a chance to go, <gasps> and then I'm also trying to get my blood pressure down. And, and reducing your weight, working on that too. Increasing your exercise. I have closed my exercise rings every day for like nine days now on my Apple Watch. And I've already done it today. Yep, closed it today. It's got a little bit of a move goal left. You sit right there. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a move goal left. Um, and then, so exercise. Uh, what, what did I say? Reducing alcohol intake. Reducing uh, caffeine intake exercising more, losing weight. Those all kind of play into each other. Um, so, and I did reactivate my Weight Watchers subscription, although I haven't done it. Am I still hitting the Peloton? So that is the plan, David, but the air conditioner went out in our gym. I have a full gym in my house I'm not even a member of, but the air conditioner went out and we have not fixed it yet. It went out before the summer. And so it is, it's not hot in there because it's like a walkout basement sort of. So it's, it's, it's about five feet underground, so it stays a little bit cool. It doesn't get super hot in there, but it gets too hot to work out in there. Says me. <laughs> I mean, I can make up an excuse for anything when it comes to to that. Like, I can make up an excuse like, oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's too wet. Oh, it's too dry. Oh, I got too much of a cough. Oh, I don't have enough of a cough. Yes. Uh, excuses, Exactly. Excuses sound best to the person that makes them. I know. I have also been, I have been doing 10 push-ups a day. I can only do like the modified ones where I'm on my knees because I'm six and a half feet tall and very top heavy. So, um, but I've done that and the, so I am tender. I talked about this on Thursday. I am tender. Um, so, oh, Eric's here. Hey, Eric. I finally called Dr. Granetta today. Granetto, whatever. So hopefully I can get a doctor's appointment soon. I got, they sent it, I sent it a bunch of paperwork. Um, what else? Um, so, oh, and then, uh, oh, the other big thing I did this weekend, this is like the nerdiest thing ever, but I cleared out 17,000 emails from like in my inbox, 17,000 emails. You're like, Cooper, how did you do that? So I have three email accounts and two of them 
are just places where I get like a million emails about not work stuff, but my work had a lot too. Cause I get like, because I have to monitor media and such for clients, I get like for all these different industries, all that kind of stuff. But I have one, like my regular me.com one is like for every like Kiehl's and Sam's and Walmart and Amazon and blah, 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 all the stuff. Gap, all the stuff. Um, you know, Gap, the company Gap and Banana Republic and all that. I think I get like four emails a day from them. So that that alone, I was like, what? And then um, and then I have another one that's for my for my He Said Dallas blog. Um, that we get a lot of emails to there too. So I use this thing called Maelstrom, Maelstrom dot. So it's like my, it's M-A-I-L-S-T-R-O-M dot co. And it's like a web app So you plug in like your accounts and stuff. I think I have to pay like $5 a month to use it. I've used it forever. I just finally was like, know what? I'm going to crack down. And so I got my, I got 17,000 emails out of my inbox. So I went from, uh, I dropped 98% basically is what it said on the thing. I was so proud of myself. But you know what sucks when you clear your inbox out? That first email that comes in after that, you're like, I hate that bitch. I hate you for being the first one to break my inbox zero. <laughs> of course, I kid. I don't hate. But the um, I uh, uh, so it, but then I have been able to go in. I'm looking at my e- inbox right now just so, so I can show you an example. So then I've been able to go in, and then as I'm getting things, I'm like, do I really need an email every day from Martha Stewart about her about select forty percent off select outdoor entertaining? I think I'm going to unsubscribe to that. And so I've been like brutally unsubscribing today too. Like, do I really need, because I, I look for promo codes already. I use, uh, I use Rakuten when I buy anything. So I get cash back. Like I have, I have like a $60 check in the mail that's on its way right now. If my mail comes today, whatever happened to the postal workers creed? That's what I want to know. I mean, I can deal with that mail for a day. Actually, I could deal with mail only twice a week. I just find it funny that when we have bad weather, that our mail never arrives, at least at our house. Um, and then last thing I had is, do y'all ever, um, so Todd, I love him. I love him to death. He will he, he will watch anything that like Netflix recommends to him or Amazon. He'll flip through and it's like, ooh, that looks interesting. And the algorithm knows who he is and all that stuff. And they recommend stuff. But Todd is one of those people that if he starts a show, he is damn well going to finish the series, right? Even if he doesn't like it, even if it's not good. So he has started watching the show called Virgin River. And I think it's on Netflix. It I have seen better Hallmark Channel shows than this. It is so terrible. He even says, he'll be watching it and he's like, Cooper, this is, and, and I'm like in and out of the room. I'm in the kitchen, whatever. And he's like, this is not, this is not good. Like, this is like such a cheesy show. Like this, and even the music, the lead in music sounds like a terrible soap opera, um, like the theme song. But he's like, it's no good. And I'm like, then why are you still watching? He's like, well, I just want to see if it gets any better. Two episodes later. So an hour of his life, I think it's like a 40 minute show. So an hour and a half of his life later, he's like, God, this is bad. I'm like, why are you still watching? Also, how are there so many episodes of this show that is so bad? That's what I want to know. Yeah, Virgin River is on Netflix. I watched a couple of seasons, but it, oh, so it's got a bunch of seasons. I thought it was a new show. 
So is this a multi... Oh, God, what am I in for? <laughs> oh. um, Hedstrom is in for the Maelstrom. Thank you, <laughs> Rachel. That's funny. I love it. Uh, 17 in one weekend is rocking. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever done it that aggressively. I was like, you know what? I'm just sick of seeing all these emails. I don't even have my unread email, but like on my phone right there, I don't even have... I turned it off where I don't see the number because the number's just, but like I always have, I mean, there's always numbers. I have nine unread texts. I have one something on the phone. I got something here. I don't, your warnings don't work on me. So, um, so fifth season is in progress of, of Virgin River. It would be more interesting if they just threw virgins in a river, I think. The show is not good. Uh, every time I walk in, and I think it's like an exciting part, I'm like, well, this is disappointing. Are there at least hot guys on the show? Not that I've seen. Not really. I mean, they're, no one is unattractive, but it's not like it's not like they're walking around, like, doing some business. Um, so they have four seasons already. Man. Melissa likes it, though. I mean, I guess if you like terrible TV, it's a good show for you, Melissa. <laughs> oh but yes that was uh <laughs> that was that so all righty well that is all i have today um let me look through the comments and make sure that i uh someone who i don't know who it is says i refuse to watch it i am with you i don't know who you are a facebook user but i refused to watch it as well i just kind of flit in and out um and we did watch um, two, two episodes of RuPaul's drag, uh, super celebrity, secret celebrity drag race. And that's always fun. I, I love a RuPaul show. RuPaul is right up there with Dolly and Oprah for me. I just love RuPaul. So um, you must be talking about Uncoupled. No, actually, I liked Uncoupled. I thought it was a good show for what it was. It was like gay sex in the city. We were talking about Virgin River. Virgin River is a terrible, terrible show. So, um, and I'll text you, Melissa, about the email thing. So, um, murders in the building. Yes, only murders in the building. Sandy's been watching. Okay, I'm coming back. Still going through the comments. So, I generally like that show. I think it is a good show. I love anything that Tina Fey does. You know, Tina Fey is like the creator of that show. Um, I like Selena Gomez in that role, although Selena Gomez never, she just talks through her teeth and doesn't move her mouth, and she actually doesn't enunciate at all. But I can get over that because I, I like her. I think she's a cutie pie. Martin Short, every nerve. Every nerve is triggered when he is on screen. Cannot stand that man. But the rest of the show carries it for me. Uh, Todd watches it more than... I don't really watch anything except for RuPaul. But so, um, <clears throat> anyway. All righty. Well, with that, I'm going to say bye. I love you. It's important to know you are loved. I love that you watched this. Thank you for allowing me to have my daily dose of external processing. I need this therapy too. Yeah. Sandy, yes. He was, Martin Short was on um, Jimmy Fallon and people are like going gaga over that interview. And I'm like, no, it's exactly everything I hate about Martin Short right in one interview right there. So you want to see what I'm talking about, just Google Jimmy Fallon, Martin Short. It's like it happened this last weekend or something. So, all righty. Well, I will, um, I will not be here tomorrow. Um, I have an outing with my, uh, with my team at work that starts at 3.30, and I don't believe it'll be done by then. 
Um, and I'm not going to drink. We're going to a boozy miniature golf place, and I'm not going to drink. Well, famous last words. We'll see. Probably not going to drink. I'm likely not going to drink. I'm going to try to not drink. There is a chance that I will drink. <laughs> it's a special occasion, right? What was it you were saying, David, about excuses? I'm full of them. So, um, all righty. Well, I will see you Wednesday, I guess, at 4.30 for another episode of Cooped Up Live, should I say. Talk to you later. Love y'all. Bye.